baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Who's your daddy? That's right. Father's Day is just around the corner, and you probably need a gift for that hairy dad. Well, make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself, or that daddy of yours, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The Lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off of this product. I have it myself, and I love it. Plus, get free shipping when you use our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, by going to manscaped.com. What is going on? You are listening to TAGS Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 267, alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Really good, really good here. Lincoln, how are you doing? Doing well, sliding into the week. <laughs> yeah, a Slow week. Slow but sure. A week. Um, good news, I don't know about for you, but three-day weekend coming up alert. And yep. I'm not sure. Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. I can't believe Memorial Day is already here coming upon us, but that's crazy. Um, well, let's get all into it. Uh, I know we're, we're going to infiltrate some of our stories of the weekend uh, coming up and some topics here. I wanted to read you guys some things. Last week, we were talking about would you date a porn star? And in one of our things I posted on at Tags Podcast, people responded, uh, TSR Jim, TSR Jim, yes, said, around 15 years ago, I had a boyfriend that did porn. The relationship didn't last more than six months, but it didn't end due to his porn career. So, sounds positive on that note. Uh, somebody else wrote, KT6469 said, I wouldn't spend my time working with someone who has such a poor image of sex. Ooh, okay. Um, interesting. <laughs> and... I'm I am E underscore trans said dating a porn star is the stuff of dreams. Dating a porn star isn't that much different than dating a celebrity. They wrote. 
All right. I like it. Thank you for those responses. Uh, that was from episode 266. And, and also in relation to last week's episode where we were talking about when our special guest Hunter was talking about his article about narcissism in the face of love. I couldn't help but not notice uh, there's a guy, Michael Henry. They post a lot of his videos. He does skits on on YouTube, but also Queerty often publishes them. And they're reenactment skits. And his current one is really funny because it reminded me of what we were talking about entitled, Are Gay Men Who Date Their Lookalikes Being Narcissistic? And he says, we've all seen those couples who... Bear, who bear more than a passing resemblance to one another. The twinsy, as he calls it, relationship is a very is very real within the gay community. And one explanation uh, for this is we perhaps tend to style ourselves or strive to become the type of person we find most attractive. We all want to look appealing, but what constitutes appealing is subjective. Needless like twink, gym buddy, bear, fashionista, the boy next door. And the skit's really funny. They actually use the same actor. So it's two guys, Michael talking to his friend, and Michael's catching up with the friend who who tells him about his new boyfriend, someone who is nothing like his usual generic WeHo, West Hollywood type. When the said boyfriend turns up, it turns out that not only could he be regarded as the generic WeHo type, quote, but he looks very similar to Michael's friend. And Michael the, says, you all are fuck, uh, twin fucks, as he exclaims. The men try to explain their many differences. In other words, I wear hats. He's exotic. He's fat. But they're really the same. It's the same actor playing the same part. They just <laughs> did like a dual screen. And it's a funny sk- uh, skit. I'll put it up on tagspodcast.com so you guys can uh, have a look at it, but I thought that was funny, very uh, on topic and brand, I would say. <laughs> well, it was a big weekend for LGBTQ music. I don't know if you guys saw SNL or Little Nas X's performance. Did you guys see it? I did. I did. I loved it. So groundbreaking. Montero is, I saw that song. I don't know if you did two songs or not, but I watched that one for sure. And, you know, I couldn't help but be so happy not only for him but for as a gay black artist who has had number one hits and then the performance reminded me of just like you know janet jackson pop stars that we've seen but to have (laughs) a gay black hit maker out right now doing performances that we've all come to love by some of our favorite pop stars lady gaga we could go on and on that I that was really breakthrough to me, Jeremy. Did you notice though that uh, he had a, a a little fun malfunction when he went to the stripper pole? Yes, I noticed that his pants ripped, which reminded <laughs> me of the titty uh, for Janet and Justin. Titty Gate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what were your what did you think, uh, Lincoln, when you saw the performance or that or the malfunction? I was, well, <clears throat> I, I did not think that Janet was actually a malfunction. I thought that that was planned. Just to be clear. okay, okay, I, because the end of the lyric is "I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song," and then he rips off her shirt and shows her breasts. They just backpedaled and said it was a malfunction. But regardless, um, hopefully that will be explained in a new docu series. Yeah, That's I hope be so. All about that. So yeah, we'll get she she got 
tortured for it and he kept going on and and that story has been just dying to be really told one day exactly the right people certainly not me i thought it was great um i I was sad that his pants ripped because i wanted to see a gay man on a stripper pole doing choreography and the moment that happened you could tell he just stood in front of the pole and didn't move yeah i thought we kind of got robbed like from his performance a little bit but Good thing it was towards the end of the seemingly because the song seemed to their performance seemed to end not far after yeah, that. And after. I loved all the dancing. I'm watching sort of a meme right now back and forth of the dance moves. And there's one point early on before the rip where one of his dancers comes right up to him and licks his cheek like yeah. so sexy and hot. There's another moment where the same dancer got a lucky dancer by the way gets to go (laughs) underneath a la janet jackson and if it reminded me or michael where he puts his hand and rubs it on his crotch pre-ripped crotch um (laughs) and that was really hot so we got to see all these great dance moves and yeah the pole dance thing would have been great too i was in i think i told you guys i was in pv puerto vallarta and pole dancing was huge at this one bar La Noche. And I mean, they had these amazing male pole dancers and a couple of them that were just, I mean, we're talking like Cirque du Soleil, couldn't be more different than the next one. They had different takes on pole dancing, but to see two men separately do their pole dancing was so erotic and hot. I mean, I'm thinking... I might have to take a pole dancing class sometime soon and hopefully don't break my neck. <laughs> hard. But, uh, yes, I can it's only really imagine. Hard. I can only, yeah, I'll be, you know, 101, <laughs> grab the pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how I do, but I'll keep you posted on that. But in other music news, um, I was watching John Duff has a new song called I Hate LA, which is sort of a tongue in cheek. Jeremy, did you see it yet? No, I haven't. It's really good. And at the end of it, he says, I really don't hate L.A., but it's kind of the whole thing is in John Duff fashion, really ironic. You know, some parts are definitely true and other parts are a a wink and a nod towards the idiosyncrasies, of course, of living in L.A., but the love hate thing that we all have for it, I think. So Kudos again for pushing boundaries on that. And another sidebar note, back to PV. I know for a fact I walked by John Duff with his, it's seemingly a friend or a boyfriend, and I was like fanning out, and I didn't, you know when you see somebody that you know, you know, and you're like, why do I know him? It's like, oh, wait, I don't know him. <laughs> I know him because of he's John Duff. Yeah. It was too late to run back, but I had a feeling that if I would have ran up to him and been, hey, you're John Duff, right? He would have been welcoming. Like, it was, he had that kind of aura about him. So I thought that was cool, and I didn't see him again. Lastly, Lady Gaga had a big weekend this week. Um, with the anniversary, I think 10-year anniversary, Lincoln, of Born yep. This Way. 10 years. And if there's a beautiful picture in WeHo on, I believe it's Santa Monica Boulevard, or it could be, or could, I was going to say Christopher, it could be Robertson in front of the Abbey. And it's he says, Born This Way. Did you see it, Jeremy? Yeah, I did. I love it. She was out dancing at the Abbey yesterday. 
So the Abbey just FYI celebrated 30 years anniversary. 30 years. That's wow. amazing. And I think anybody who's been to LA has been there if you're gay or even not. So iconic and amazing. But then also to be celebrating, they gave her the keys to West Hollywood, which was really breakthrough. I couldn't help but love her look, which to me conjured up a little bit of Amy Winehouse. Yeah, me too. Which I love that look. And the other thing that I couldn't help but just was I kept replaying it. It was on a loop. This meme or video loop was her walking into the Abbey and some guy screaming, I love you, Lady Gaga, so much. And she, her head's down and she like says, I love you back. She mounts back and it's like you could watch it 90 times and not get tired of it. (laughs) <laughs> what were your thoughts Lincoln? you're a really huge lady gaga fan i can't believe it's 10 years since born this way you know she's done so much since it and it and it i i just love it i love her i love everything about it absolutely it's, it's absolutely. good to see people out and able to do something like that you know what i mean exactly yeah so i kind of what did you think jeremy when you saw it i thought it was amazing and it's a great way to uh kick off uh pride month too yeah, exactly. So huge, just musically. Even SNL did a fun skit on Pride's Back. Um, they did a really funny skit on how we all gear up for Pride, how we didn't have it last year, how you know we probably overbuild it up in our heads, but then you're either get drunk or you the boy didn't text you back or there's too many straight girls in this bar that seemingly are dressing more like lesbians. I think was a funny line. Yeah, there. it was really well done. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it too. <laughs> it was great. So a fun, fun LGBTQ weekend. Well, there's this funny meme that's been around forever. It's a woman at a center of an infamous leather bar and it's a gay meme um i don't know if you guys have ever seen it i'll put this up on tag's podcast we've all seen it by now they write the image of a young woman seemingly alone and adrift uh amid a sea of half-naked canoodling men the picture has been memed innumerable times wordlessly conveying the feeling of being single or simply invisible and out of place and the latest meme took um hold was captioned by twitter user mikey al Almeida, uh, Olivia Rodrigo with her fans, quote, Almeida was referring to the teenage pop star who has already earned a big gay following with her hit single Driver's License. Then a woman named Amruta Godbole retweeted Almeida's meme and wrote, I'm in this photo and I don't and I don't like it. She says, just kidding. I mean, that is actually me in the photo. But I like it every time. And so it's this great picture of it looks to me like any leather bar or the rooftop of the Eagle here in New York City, all leather clad men, harnesses, and this one girl with this look on her face kind of just like, hmm, why am I here? And she's little and she's just got like a V-neck on and jeans (laughs) and, and no one's talking to her, paying attention to her. But I could see where um, it could create a meme for so many things. And we all know those moments, right, Lincoln, of just how the leather bar scene is. I think you were just there on Sunday. I was. (laughs) It's pretty iconic. I will put this up, but we had to 
shout out to that. Um, all right. Well, I there was a story that I was listening to, and I wanted to get your guys' take on it. And do you guys know what liquid courage means? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So liquid courage, meaning when you have a few drinks or so, how do you act? And do you get the courage to either go up to people to become, are you that guy, the loud guy, or you do get a little bit more frisky. And I have to say for myself, I can tend to be relate a little bit to the picture that we were just referring to as much as I host stuff and I'm I can tend to be quieter oftentimes, but if I have a couple of my margaritas, I tend to to notice that I get a lot more courage. And that was seen when I was telling you when I was at a pool party in Puerto Vallarta uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was literally a pool party of all boys in the pool, speedos, and I couldn't help but like go, oh, like, I'm so scared to walk through this party and I had to get it together, right? But after a few drinks, I was, like, much more comfortable talking to people. Well, over this weekend, I was on at the Eagle, and wouldn't you know it, I always say I don't do well on the apps at all. I could be on there for hours and maybe a couple people hit me up or respond back. But I do well in person. And after a couple margaritas again, I managed to make out with one guy who had a boyfriend, which I think was okay, (laughs) and ultimately met a guy that we made out, decided to go home, had a great night, and we're going to go on a date. So I think my liquid courage, yeah, I know. I'd see, I always say I do better in person. I'm so glad things are opening up. Lincoln, you're such an outgoing person. I don't even think you need liquid courage, but what does that do? What does that mean to you? And and how does it relate to you? Well, I might smoke a little pop before I go out or have a few drinks. And I, I do see that it loosens me up a little bit, but I don't like too much liquid courage because then I don't really <laughs> remember what the evening was about. Like yes. I get, you know what I mean? I'm pretty better. I'm better a little more sober than, than, um, falling downstairs and not remembering my night. So <laughs> you know, what I just about, have to be careful. <laughs> you know, what about since you are in a relationship with Peter, who we adore, do, do you guys become friskier and put on a show in front of us a lot? Or are you the type of couple that you're maybe talking to one, somebody over here and he's over talking to somebody else and you're, well, how does that all? Well, we usually dress alike. When we go out back to the twinsies from earlier that had so much uh, surrounding it, I, I find it very fun to both wear the same shoes or wear the same shirt. Or We've just always thought that that was fun. So even if we're a little far apart from each other, we always know that we're together with each other. And we don't really put on a lot of shows unless it's more of like a nightclub or an event, I would say. Um, Got it. And we're always frisky with one another, so we don't need liquid courage for that. <laughs> Jeremy, what does liquid courage mean to you? Because have you also noticed that if somebody could get a lot of courage drinking or whatever it is, substance they're using, but then when that wears off, are they maybe they're nothing like that person? I think sometimes I've encountered guys that are very different when they have liquid courage. And then a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but it just in some cases they're like a little more standoffish. I would say, uh, personally, I am definitely more outgoing and talkative to complete strangers if I'm drinking. 
And I also will dance a lot more than I will if I'm completely sober. Uh, yes, I've been out with you, and you're not even Mr. Dancer at all, but you do start dancing, yeah. which is fun, and I can get you to dance, and that's always a fun time yeah. to see you dancing, so I love that. <laughs> it's kind of like a science experiment with yourself, wouldn't you guys agree? Because yeah. given the fact that over the last year, most you know, for the most part, none of us really went out at all, and I over when I was home a lot, I would maybe have like wine in the house. So I was drinking wine, but hard alcohol, I didn't consume very much. So I think I took the time to kind of think, okay, I'm going back out. I know that a couple of good margaritas out for me is kind of my recipe dosage for fun Steve, flirty Steve. Right. But I know that more than one margaritas made by Gregory Nelbone <laughs> <laughs> is like tips me over and I can I've either like you said Lincoln didn't like uh didn't remember certain things and that's never fun had a bad <laughs> right. hangover or maybe was like unlikable Steve had either. a disagreement <laughs> disagreement a little bit too yeah so it's kind of like a science experiment with yourself. What, what do you think about that, Lincoln? Like, you yeah. got to figure that out. And the sooner you figure it out, the better. I agree with that. I also, I mean, like, I've we've all gone to things like Bear Week, where it's seven days of parties Party. and meeting new people and all of that. And after the third day... I feel like I need to go to an AA meeting, not to a, not to, you know, not <laughs> to a Sometimes they meeting, have them there. Which like, they do, thank God. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to go check out. Like, in. Take a breath. Um, so it, it, it really depends. It also depends on your mood. And, and I will say this. I don't know if you guys associate with this or not. It depends on your drink of choice. Because yes, I remember one night I got so messed up on tequila that I could not say the word tequila for like six <laughs> months after without either biting my tongue or saying like tequila, ya, tequila. I'm like, okay, still can't have that cocktail. Not going to happen right. anytime soon. Last night, actually, we went to uh, the rooftop at the Eagle after a Tom of Finland thing. And we had Bud Light Lime. Have you guys ever had Bud Light no. Lime? It's literally Bud Light beer with some lime flavoring, and it's like soda pop beer. Yeah. And it's such a happy drunk. Not drunk. Very but light, you know I, I mean? bet, right? Yeah, light. it's like sugar and a little alcohol and beer, and everyone's happy, and yay, and I wasn't hungover today, and you know what I mean? So it depends what you drink. If you're hammering Goldschlager and Fireball, I wish you oh. the best. You know? yeah. yeah, actually, Jeremy, oh, let's send it over to Massachusetts over there. What's the thing that everybody drinks over there? The beer? Oh, uh, Bud Lights. Oh, it's Bud Lights. Well, okay. not, I definitely don't drink them, but it's, okay. definitely, it's a popular thing here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and for me, that's a good one, Lincoln. Um, and I think my remedy is, yeah, finding your recipe on what's what for you and then when I've had a chance, I, I have water. So I make, I try and have like a full and I make sure I drink the whole bottle before I move on to drink number two. 
so that it's not just drink after drink. And I always, for me personally, refuse shots. So when that guy is like, hey, shots, I'm like, no, (laughs) in the same energy. And because I know that is just a bad recipe for me. So it's kind of like science it out for yourself and figure it out. Um, Real quick, though, Lincoln, you did mention you went to the Tama Finland exhibit here in New York City. So for people visiting, what can you tell us about it? Because we're all such huge fans of Tama Finland. I'm so bad at this. Hopefully you could find this in post. I will, and I'll put it up on Tag's podcast. It's a museum over that just opened. They they were uh, 90 days open before the pandemic happened. And then they reopened, I think she said, a few months ago. And on the top floor of this museum, again, it's at Central uh, Park Avenue South and 22nd Street in like the Flatiron District. They have a Tom of Finland exhibit. And it's not huge. It's a lot of the comparisons of his photographs with his drawings. And it's funny because Tom of Finland kind of photoshopped men from the original photograph to his illustration. Like he very much characterized them and made them certain more of a caricature, which was really interesting to see the first photos. You know so what I mean? It, yeah. Is it called the dark room? Uh, yes. Did you and it's called, it? it's at the, yeah, at the photographiska, photographiska. Yeah, museum. And I might as well just read since I'm on their site real quick. Like sure. you just said. In- Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Celebration of the 100th anniversary of his birth that's right photographiska in collaboration with tama finland foundation who i love um in la produced the dark room an exciting study in artist tama finland uh life and work process so the exhibition consists of photographic portraits which served as reference images for his famed homoerotic drawings Nice. Yeah. So we, um, there's a, a community group that meets once a month here in New York called Bluff, B L U F, which stands for boots, leather, uniform, and fetish. And um, I've been invited to their events before and I never made it to one. They have like nights at the Eagle once a month and all that kind of stuff. And they closed off the floor 
from two to four for just this group to take off their masks and be social. And we did photographs and she talked a little bit about the exhibit. And then when it was over, we walked through the rest of the museum kind of as a group. And it's kind of like a a, a bit of a leather invasion. There was some very Tom of Finland dressed, you know, head to toe leather men, which was great. And then we uh, walked from there to the Eagle and they were all up on the rooftop smoking cigars and being together. So it was it was a great day. It was a really fun day. Awesome. And people Good should people. know if you're coming here or you live here nearby, it goes through August 20th, 2021 this summer. So I will definitely be going. And thanks for that info. I love it. Really cool. Really great. Hey, guys. Your buddy Steve V here. Harry, not Harry, smooth, fuzzy, buzzed. These are all the terms that we all talk about when we're talking about what we're into, who we like, what we like on ourselves. Well, I've always been smooth, except for certain parts, but I can tell you I like my junk trimmed up. And I have a friend that's dating somebody who's younger, but he's pretty hairy. So you know what I'm recommending to him is that rather than tell him he's too hairy, Get him the product that we all could use right now by Manscaped. It's called the Lawnmower 4.0. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below the waist grooming, and it just launched, like I said, the Lawnmower 4.0. Super sleek. It would be make such a great gift. If you're looking for a gift for your dad, this is the gift. And imagine surprising your guy, your dad, with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized body hair trimmer that says, your balls will thank you on the box. That's right. You might ask, how is this Lawnmower 4.0 different from other trimmers? Well, let me tell you. This upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on and off switch that can engage a travel lock. This is a great feature if your father, your guy, or yourself do a lot of traveling. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4200K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise trim. You can now shave your balls in the dark. And the Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. I just got mine and I love the variety. The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. You heard that right. Wireless charging ball trimmers are a real thing now. Well, have you ever noticed nose bush sticking out of your guy's nose? Well, the Weed Whacker nose and hair trimmer is the best nose hair trimmer on the market and the perfect gift for your guy or pops. They also have other amazing products like cologne, Crop Mop Ball Wipes, Crop Reviver, and my favorites, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner and Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Truly, I cannot go without these products. Let me tell you something. You can get 20% off plus free shipping when you use our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. Get your dad a gift you know they will use. So that's, again, 20% off with free shipping by going to manscaped.com. Use code TAGS, T-A-G-S. Get your dad or guy a gift you know they will use. 
Okay, so the next three topics are all I want your opinions on, and they're all based on things. Well, first, let's just do the first one that somebody wrote into us. He says he's bi. He DM'd me. He says he's bisexual, and he wanted. He said, "Can you guys talk about blowjobs?" And I was like, "What do you mean by that?" <laughs> and I guess what I got out of his message back was that he's new to to exploring his bisexuality, and wanted to know best best practices for blowjobs and i don't know i mean i guess the first thing is um don't use your teeth right that's always number one (laughs) (laughs) for me another one though is i would have to just say 69ing it is always a good way and even if you're 69ing it and someone's eating the other one's ass or you're 69ing it and giving each other it can be a lot of fun And I think my other tip would be is to take your time with it. And if you're on your knees, to look up and see the responses you're getting and don't be so fast and furious with it. Because if you've got the time, take the time. It's going to be enjoyable and make it last. So like work every part of it and I don't know. I think those were some of my recommendations. I mean, Jeremy, what comes to mind? What advice can you give for somebody that would be exploring a blowjob and wanting to give a good one? I would say a lot of the same pointers. Like uh, I've had guys that use their hands and move them at the same time. And that helps. And like you said, not using any teeth. And I'm not, I don't really love them as much as I just enjoy eating ass. So I love <laughs> right. the, that that position of eating it while getting a blowjob. I love that. Lincoln, what advice would you give for a best blowjob well, experience? Well, I always try and do whatever feels good to me. So like when, when I have received that, I try and do that when I'm doing that. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It does. Absolutely. I really like that. That's yeah. good. It also right. depends on what you're working with. So <laughs> act accordingly with the thing that's in front of you. <laughs> yes. I'm exactly. not good. I'm not good at the 69 thing. I get very I, it's too overstimulating to me. It's like Oh really? Yeah, okay. there's too many things in the room and too many things go I like I like clean and focus. But I mean that's not an absolute, but for the most part, if you're starting out, I think a 69 can be a little tricky. Actually, yeah, good point. There's a lot of moving parts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Moving like, parts, lots going on. Am I excited? Are you excited? Yeah, exactly. Are you getting me excited? I can't tell, you know. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, let's 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 put that in the more advanced and yes. when you're a little more comfortable. <laughs> Get there. And go with all but our I do other... Think, you know what, though? This just struck me. If you're with a partner that has a bit of a sense of humor and you're having a good time, you could try doing the same thing at the same time. So there is that. True. That's you know. a really good yeah, point. That's a good that one. If you've got the time and you're, yeah, you can kind of explore. Yeah. Like, try doing this. Can you feel this? Oh, yeah. You know, that kind of idea. Right. Right. Yeah. Where if you're kind of worried about it or you're out in the public, a friend of mine was telling me he was getting one in out in a public place and he was, A, had his mind kind of wandering around looking to see who's looking back and B, making sure that he gets caught up in his head about making sure it's hard at all times because he had had a few drinks. So you can get a little distracted. But yeah, if you have the freedom to be in time, I think that's a great time to explore. Speaking of which, that liquid courage can go the wrong way when you're talking about 
And that's the other thing. (laughs) Yes, that's a great point to make. And absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, good. So a friend of mine was talking to me and he had a conundrum and he was asking me. So he's dating this guy and they went, they're newly dating and they were out actually at the Eagle. So um, I was out with them and they were having fun together and guys were coming up to them and they said they noticed some guys enjoying watching them fool around with each other, which was fun. And then some guys had enough courage to come up to them and started playing either with my friend or sometimes it was the boyfriend. And then at another point, my friend's boyfriend pushed the head of an, a, a guy that walked up to them onto my friend's cock and so they were all in that frisky mode with third parties having it all along and my friend was telling me you know when I brought it up to him later like is so is this our new norm is this what we're doing and the boyfriend said well I don't really consider that sex in other words to him and he's younger 28 to him sex is bring somebody he would never want to bring a third party back to the apartment and have full-on sex but that out there kind of the friskiness of playing that that's just playing he doesn't consider that sex where my friend says i don't know if it's just me being old school or but i kind of consider that sex and i'm okay to go along with it but we clearly aren't on the same page jeremy what are your thoughts is that sex when you're kind of frisking around and touching and maybe blowjobs here and there or making out. Um, And one caveat that my friend did say before you answer, he said, well, I also consider it sex too, because you can get uh, STIs with certain things that you would do in that situation. So in other words, if you were to, you could get an STI foreseeably. And so for him, if you can get an STI, that's sex to him. What are your thoughts, though, on this whole thing? And I definitely your- consider it sex, too. And would you have a problem if you were dating somebody? Would that be? Ex- would you want that kind of play? I mean, I don't really like to share, so probably not. But I think it's on a case-by-case basis. So it really depends on the environment and are you on vacation? Are you feeling frisky that day? Have you and your partner discussed it? before it really is uh on like an it depends on the the situation and just it takes two to tango so yeah i like that you said discuss too because i think that was one of the things that i said to him was well you know it could be whatever you want it to be it could be whatever he wants it to be at the end of the day if the if you two don't agree on the same thing you might want to have a conversation before you enter a place like this and start acting out with these things without you guys clearly aren't on the same page and have different definitions i don't know of course yeah i don't know yeah and so the other thing that came to me jeremy was that they haven't been together that long so in my mind in the early stages, I think you need to kind of just develop something strong with that one person before you start venturing out. Yeah, I think that's all communication. And I think uh, it really would be dependent on the environment, like you knowing how your dynamic is going to be in that specific environment. And then also vocalizing if you're not okay with it once it happens. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I mean, Lincoln, point. you're in a relationship, but what were your thoughts about this definitioning of what is sex, what isn't? Well, I, I want, I guess what I'm in my head, I'm thinking, what does it matter? Like, why are you defining it as sex or not sex? In my head, like that was kind of like, okay, if it is sex, does that mean something? And if it's not sex, does that mean something? That's where I was going in my head when you were first talking. But I really like that idea of if you can get an STD, then you've obviously had sex. Yeah. That's, that's, right. That was very interesting to me because I've never thought of that before. But, but again, my question is, why do we need to define it as sex or not sex? I guess the premise of it from when he brought it up to me was putting sex on a pedestal of sacredness is what I got from my friend when he was initially telling me. And but that that's the boyfriend... That's not sex. Okay, then sex um, with intimacy. But then when the boyfriend made the comment, well, that's not sex, that's just play. So it sounded like play is different from sex and sex is sacred to the younger one. But to my friend, sex was anything that involved like the SDI thing or any kind of. Right. So this circles back to the communication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, right? Because right? Right. like it doesn't really even matter what is considered sex or not. It's more about what they each consider as sex before right. going into it. And right. It's like, fine for that to be different for each yeah. person. Because, but, but the, the, the point that's really the most truth is if you've gotten an STD from someone, it is a sexually transmitted disease. So you obviously <laughs> had sex. Whether so by you, medical <laughs> terms, <laughs> medical terms, it's defaulted to sex. It's so there sex. you go. But if this, I actually if, like that. Right? But if this action is defined as being something really intimate or private, it actually doesn't matter about what the actual behavior is because that intimacy is what the person's having a problem with, right. not the act of sex, which is that intimacy. Good point. Right? We talk which a lot is, about intimacy. Yeah, because that's why all of a sudden you're talking about sex or play. Well, play and sex, that, that that's not really a black and white thing. They're both kind of gray. It's intimacy and non in or, or just plain i don't know it's because when you're though. intimate the stakes are a lot higher and emotions are at a lot higher greater magnitude i feel right and the other thing that stuck out to me was i wrote a quick note here the one time that i did find myself dating a guy and i kept telling him at the time that i didn't this wasn't, I just wanted to date. I didn't want to, and for some reason, I couldn't make him get that. It was always seemingly like we were full-fledged in this relationship, but I was more easier, I don't know if I initiated it, but to have early on, too, I think because I wasn't as invested with this person, that I was more inclined to play and have in, maybe we would get on the apps at night and try and maybe bring home a third or we would go out to cruise bars and I had no problem kind of playing around with him in those situations because I don't know that I was really invested intimately with this person. Mm -hmm. But when I have been invested, and I think moving forward, maybe I could get to that point, but it would have to be down the road, I think, after I've already explored intimately enough with this one person if that makes sense it does 
Hello, it's me, Steve V, host of Tags Podcast, letting you know that you can support Tags Podcast and Tags Live by heading over to our VIP Patreon page. We've got some goodies over there, like our weekly after show called Tags After Show, where we break down the topics a little bit deeper. That's where you get to know myself, oftentimes my hosts, a little bit better on this after show. It's a little casual, a little more relaxed. Twice a month, you can get the Doc and Dirty podcast, which is a fun episode where we literally go darker and deeper. Deeper. Nothing is held off the table, let me tell you. And as things open up, the shows are going to get darker and dirtier. A lot of fun. You can scroll around there and find some other perks that you can get. You can communicate with us, weigh in on hot topics. It's just a lot of fun for the price of a coffee or a little bit more per month. You will be supporting the show you've come to know and love, Tags Podcast, which will help the show continue to be what you've come to expect and support Tags Podcast. Consider visiting us over on patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. That's patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. It does. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, good. Um, so the last story that I came across, um, speaking of porn, we were all asking ourselves last week, would you date a porn star? So in conjunction with that, I wondered the question, have you ever filmed yourself having sex? What did you like about it? And what didn't you like about it? And I guess if I, I have filmed myself in the past and still wouldn't want to be a porn star. It just lived on my phone or on my computer. And for the most part, I didn't mind it. Okay, albeit with some facial expressions that I could do without. But I didn't really mind at the time, say, the curves I was looking at. Um, and it was kind of a fun experience. But I don't know. Jeremy, would you, have you ever filmed yourself having sex? And would you if you in the future? I haven't. I don't. I'm not really into it, to be honest. I actually really enjoy like watching people film and just like OnlyFans that whole preface of uh, home videos and things like that. But personal, I just don't really have any interest in filming my sex specifically. So would you say you're more of a voyeur? Yeah, definitely. And what if you were with somebody and they said, hey, would you want to film it? Would you be open to it or would you kind of say, eh, not really? <laughs> I mean, I would definitely, I don't ever want to say never, ever, but I would try it if they really wanted to so bad, but right. it's just not, not my thing. Not your thing. Lincoln, yeah. what are your thoughts on this? Have you ever, and do you like the <clears throat> idea? I definitely have. Yes, I definitely have. I've, but it's been more with an iPhone and controlling what's being filmed. And I've done that for a long time. One of my very first relationships, we set up a video camera on a tripod to just kind of film the whole thing. And I will tell you that that videotape is still in that same camera <laughs> in, in my mother, my house in California in the loft that I we never watched it. It was never the tape would probably disintegrate now. Oh if my I god! Tried to play it, but I do kind of want to go back and watch it at some point. But I'm a, like I'm such a 
like a critical visual person that a I creative like, director type. Why is the light so bad? Why didn't we have this over here? You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. but I do like, like I've been in situations with a group of people where you could just go very close in on something where you don't necessarily know what the person, who the person is. I've also done photographs and, and like art stuff like that, that I've tried to always make it a little more artistic and sexy to remember a moment. So yeah, but nothing like, you know, posted online or, you know, none of that stuff. Yeah, mine were never posted online, but I have revisited them and they were always fun. They were always spontaneous too. So it wasn't just like I was planning on it. Lighting could be better at times, of course, but I did enjoy it. I don't know that I enjoyed the process, like knowing the camera was on me. I think I managed to just enjoy the experience but i did enjoy watching it afterwards subsequently afterwards and getting off to it too i don't know if that makes me a narcissist or just (laughs) wanting to relive the the sexual joy that i was experiencing and that was fun for me but not wanting to post it kind of living on my computer and every once in a while i'll visit it but yeah i don't know we'll have to see i think i had a short clip of something that I would share with people like on Scruff or on Recon. But it oh, was, again, it was, you know, only, it was small. It was like, a, you couldn't see anyone's face. You could, that kind of idea. Right, right, exactly. All right. Well, thanks for playing. This has been a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> it's super fun. You can always follow all of us. You can follow Jeremy on Instagram. He is at J Ross Lopez on Instagram at J Ross Lopez. Follow Lincoln as well. He's got two of them at his protein bakery at protein bakery at protein bakery and at mad Lincoln is his personal account, which is always a lot of fun. Definitely follow us on the show. We always welcome your DMs. You can ask us for sex advice or relationships. We would love to give it to you. And yeah, that's it. Have a great week. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Have some stories for us. Get vaccinated. We will talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye, Bye guys. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.